King Kong. Your curiosity quest starts here. Hey everyone, welcome into the Q Code Podcast. Always waiting to start this is just so much anticipation. I just well, Alan. I think part of it is that you're tricked on a weekly basis <laughs> because Alan always says, all right, 10 seconds. <laughs> and it's like, unless this clock counts twice as fast. <laughs> it's always like 25. It's always like 20 seconds or All right, so like just that. so everybody knows. Because <laughs> at the beginning, you guys are still settling down and there's still like a little bit of like a... <laughs> just a little tiny bit of sound. I'm like, well, I got to go to 15 now. I just have to, so just so everybody knows, and I know we've kind of talked about this before, but we like to, before we hit record, or after we hit record, we're silent for like 10 seconds because <laughs> it just helps with the editing process later. So Alan always holds his finger up and he's just like, and it's just so much I'm just waiting for him to point at me <laughs> so I can say something. And then I'm getting stuff in my mind. Like, what am I going to say? Like, I always already thought I was going to say something, but now I don't know. Is that the right thing to say? And then I'm also trying to hold my breath. That was like, I, was, <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish your sentence so I could say that exact thing. I was like, for whatever reason, I hold my breath, probably to make not make noise. But one of these one of these weeks, like, I'm just going to pass out. You're just going to hear this, like, at the beginning of it. It's like... Welcome into the Q Well, then just know the sooner you're dead silent, the sooner you get to breathe again. It's so hard. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yes, thank you. Welcome into the Q Code podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Danny, Travis, and Alan here. Um, We've got a good show. Um, Just kind of a preface as we are moving forward. And we're not going to really spend a lot of time talking about this, but let's just say that we've kind of realized that, you know, our uh, our episodes maybe go a little too long. I mean, just depends on who you are. I mean, if you <clears> love <throat> how long they were going, you should let us know, but <laughs> we need some kind of confidence. I know that we are also, all three of us are like, man, it's two hours. <laughs> <laughs> that was long. So we are also those, uh, you know in opinion, that maybe it can go a little bit shorter. So we're going to actually kind of start to cut down a little bit, at least on the topics. And uh, but uh, So today we're just going to be having two um, with, a, with an intro question uh, that we're going to talk about. But So for today, uh, Danny's question is going to be, what would life be like if we all lived in a video game? Now, he's got specific questions, so it's not like some of our other Actually, this is really more of a topic that I feel like I would do. <laughs> it's but. more of a hypothetical because there is no right or wrong answer per se. It's just our own opinions and just a thought experiment really yeah. is what it is. And just to go back really quick before you finish up what Alan's question is going to be to clarify. So, yes, we're paring down to two questions now, but ultimately I think our goal will be to uh, create a more well – uh, put together single topic each week, um, and and go that route from you know in the in the near future. Maybe not directly this week or next week, but pretty soon we'll get there. Just to kind of create more symbioticness, if that's a that word. Is a, 
That is a nice word. (laughs) (laughs) With each of our episodes, and then, you know, that way it's not as far all over the place in one single episode. It'll still be all over the place because our conversations are just naturally that way. But We can't help it. But hopefully we'll have just like, hey, at least we started at point A. And the other purpose is I feel that as we move towards this this new direction that we're trying to go a little bit is uh, it allows us to kind of have topics to where there might be a little bit more interaction with us and you folks listening. So as we get there, we'll, we'll remind you that, uh, that that's where we are and that's where we're starting. But uh, you'll, you can expect to have on our social media uh, pages a lot more. Because uh, right now, I mean, we have questions, right? Because these are the questions that we're going to be uh, talking about. But they're not really directed at anybody. They're just questions that we might have. But I think we kind of want to get to a spot to where we're you know, maybe asking questions that you too can participate in. So that, like I said, there's a little bit more interaction there, which is what we kind of strive for in the beginning. But, you know, it's all trial and error. So really, this is what <clears throat> happens when you have three losers from high school who really just crave detention. I think then... loser is a pretty <laughs> bold statement. I mean, <laughs> Trav, you're, so, you're all offended. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just saying, like, literally, though, like... I feel it's like it's all subjective. The point is... <laughs> We just want to have friends comment on our stuff. (laughs) Please be our friends. (laughs) All right. So, and then what was Alan's question? Sorry, I cut you off. Alan's going to be continuing on with his uh, solar system trivia part three, which is today's, are are you, wait, are you skipping Earth? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Earth was Earth last before week. Mars <clears throat> So I went Venus And then Mars Skipping Earth Oh yeah, Earth Welcome to Earth, third rock from the sun Okay, got it Okay <laughs> So um, today it's Jupiter and Saturn Okay, Jupiter and Saturn Ooh, mm-hmm. the rings So if you come up with uh, that question About the flipping rings Do you know for a fact there's rings? There's rocks <laughs> I hope Trav gets the ring question. (laughs) (laughs) There's always something that (laughs) so specific that I'm like, I have to, I have to answer with that. (laughs) So anyway, so we're going to go with that. But before we jump into that, I want to do a quick question. And this doesn't necessarily come from anything specific except for uh, it's, it's a conversation that my wife and I have quite a bit because my wife has a couple of tattoos. She has one on her shoulder and then uh, one on her hip. And it's always been a topic of, well, why don't you get one? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, am I, am I against it? No. Would I want one? Sometimes I think I would. <laughs> but I think the biggest issue I've had is that it's on me forever. Not if you get a temporary <clears throat> tattoo. Okay, I get the temporary tattoo. Or a tattoos. henna tattoo. Okay, I'm talking real tats here. <laughs> you could get it removed. <laughs> you can. You can get a laser removed, right? But, but I've heard that's all, super painful, yeah. and it takes like a bunch of sessions. And it's expensive. And it's a lot of money. Yeah. So for all intents and purposes... It's forever. It's forever. So I am the person who needs to have... Like if I'm putting it on me, it's got to be like symbolic or something. But... Not something that's just super 
noticeable or cliche because a lot of people who know me be like, oh, you like the Chicago Bears, you put a Chicago Bear on you. No. You know, I thought you were going to say cliche <laughs> as in like a skull and crossbones or like I love my mom or yeah, something like that. Like my grandpa had this, the freaking coolest tattoo on his arm. It was the Marine Corps symbol because he was in the Marines, but I'm not in the Marines, so I can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I wanted to pose this question to you guys. Now, Alan, you have, you have some tats on your arm. Yeah. Some stars. I have two tats. You've got the stars one on your forearm. Stars on my forearm, and then <clears throat> on my wrist it says, Be Love. Okay. Before we get to my, my, my actual question, tell us a little bit about those. Like, why? Like, I mean, knowing this, knowing that it was going to be on you for the rest of your life, why? <laughs> why those things? Well, because I love space and stars, <clears throat> and I, can, I like, never could see myself not... <laughs> so I was like, I'm just gonna get some stars, but I didn't want just like <clears throat> regular stars. So I like th- I thought it was cool the way I got them, which okay. is the star itself is not ink, but but it's the ink around it. Yeah. So the tattoo is around the stars, which in the middle is just my skin that makes the stars. Oh, that so is kind of cool. Are you filling those in anymore? I can't remember what your plan was. Well, I'm probably going to get it touched up and maybe, like, add some color. I don't know. Okay, and then what? Eventually. I have no, like, immediate plans, though. But Did I mean, you... just mean, like, fill it in so it's, like, all ink around all the way, like, as, like, a solid structure. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it means fill in the gaps. <laughs> Yeah, so like, like you see oh, no. in between uh, this is really hard for everybody listening because they're like <laughs> they're like I want what is he, I don't what know he what he's talking about <laughs> no I like it like it like it is oh, okay so no, did you fine. get I that one curious what your plans and the one on your wrist at the same time uh like a year apart okay and is there anything symbolic with the one on your wrist that says be love uh it was my first tattoo and I really wanted a tattoo. And then, like, I had for a while some friends that called me B-Love for, it's a long story. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't even know how they got to that. But, (laughs) well, I guess, like, my last name's Barnes, B, B B-Love, I don't know. (laughs) But then, like, I also just, like, I was like, hmm, maybe I need a reminder that every time I look down on my wrist, it's just like, you know, B-Love in life. And that's good. But the thing so. is, now I totally forget I have <clears throat> tattoos, and every once in a while someone will ask me about it or compliment me on it, and then I'll look down and be like, oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I should be love, I guess. I got it to remind me. <laughs> so what happens when uh, you upgrade in life and you become to a spot where you can have a love? <laughs> okay. Just, <laughs> just go quiet. Just so good all right. thing our software automatically <laughs> takes out long pauses. <laughs> so, and then I just thought of one thing before I, again, before I get to my actual question. And I was listening to this, this stand up comedian. I honestly can't remember what his name is, but he was talking because, like, he's up there on stage and he's like all tatted out. I mean, he's got like sleeves, he's got all over his like neck, legs, oh, whatever. Is that Marcus? The stand-up comedian, Marcus? Maybe. I don't know. I said I don't remember his name. <laughs> He's, like, pretty built. 
Oh, I don't know if he's billed. He actually no, he was more of a kind of like a gangly, scrawny kid. Oh. But so he was talking about he's like, you know what? I love tattoos. And I've got them all over. He goes, but there's no real reason necessarily. Like I didn't I didn't get this tattoo because I survived the gang war or something. He goes, I just got him. He goes, and I he's like the only thing that is worse than talking to somebody who doesn't have tattoos is talking to somebody who has tattoos because they make all types of assumptions. He goes, I was in the store the other day and I'm just walking down the aisle and I see this guy all tatted out just like me. And I was like, oh crap. So I tried my best to avoid him. And he came up to me and he was like, hey, (laughs) making the assumption. And he's like, you know, where did you serve? Like what, what, what prison, (laughs) what prison you come from? And he's like, I just looked at him. I was like, Azkaban, man. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, that guy must have been in prison for a long time because he had no clue who Harry Potter was. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so my, my question is, you know, for you guys. Now, Alan, you already have the tattoos. Danny, I pretty much assume you don't have any tattoos unless you've surprised got one like that. I don't know. You're well, shaking your head. I don't know. I'm, I'm really <laughs> albino, so I just got a slight like tint all over my body. That's are a you, tattoo. Are you just saying that like I'm just you got a tattoo of... Uh, well, I know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to understand your joke that you're just whiter yeah, than like, I'm you're like, supposed to be. I'm and like so clear. Okay. And then, but so I'm not clear. I just know that is just a product of being your father's son. That, so <laughs> <laughs> that joke did not land as expected, but no, I don't have any tattoos. And honestly, my situation is almost identical to how you described yours with your wife. Cause my wife has a couple of tattoos as well. And That's right. I did, yeah. She'll ask me the same thing, like, hey, do you want to get a tattoo? And I'm like, maybe. I don't know. Like there and there are days when I'm like, it would yeah, I kind of would want one maybe, but I don't know what to get. Yeah. That the only thing I could think of that I would get that I would never really regret the actual thing that I got would Can be I, like my kid's name. Oh, I was oh, gonna guess. You were gonna guess. I was gonna sorry. guess. I was gonna say your kids' names. Because yeah. that's what I was thinking too. I was like, maybe like because I have two kids. And, and two arms. And two arms. So, and I'm looking at my arms right now. I'm like, maybe one name up one forearm, the other name up the other. But I don't know. Like, it's, it's <laughs> meaningful. I told my wife, I will never, ever tattoo your name on my body because that is a curse. <laughs> you know, like my wife has two... Uh, like you would never arrows. get Quinson and Illith. Quinson and Illith will not be on... <laughs> My body. You don't want the full name? <laughs> mind. I just want to see like what the tattoo artist would say when you're like, excuse me, but uh, I would like to get Quince and Anilla. <laughs> how do you spell like, that? I'm like, I don't know, man. You make <laughs> you figure it out. Just let me call, it out. Let me call my buddy Dan. Well, <laughs> yeah, my wife has like uh, two arrows on her clavicle bone. <laughs> clavicle? Clav- Is it clavicle? I think it's clavicle. Yeah, clavicle bone. That are like the neck bones connected to the... <laughs> Clavicle bone. <laughs> so, but like it's uh, arrows as in like feather, like bow and arrow arrows. Mm-hmm. But in between is like the stem of the arrow is the my kid's birth dates. Okay. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so something along that line, I was always thinking of actually getting, if I were to get them, get 
I have three kids. Get all three of my kids' names, but written in um, Japanese. Uh, or maybe just put their middle don't names. Don't do like that. Symbols that's of so cliche because you guys yeah. are Japanese. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's why I want to do it. But here's the other thing. I just kidding. If you really all the, <laughs> don't, no, don't do that because all the people with like the Chinese tattoos or whatever, you know what I'm talking about? Chinese letters and like it means... Freedom. Like, do you, does it really mean freedom? <laughs> or did somebody just write shithead on but it? But it's like, why? <laughs> why do these people just get Chinese? Like, why do they choose Chinese letters? I think they usually choose kanji, which kanji. is Chinese, but kanji it's also used in Japan. But, wow. I think that's just because it was like a cool thing when we were in high school. Like, I remember I had a couple of hats that were the team names written in kanji. Do you remember that, Trav? Yeah, we've actually talked about it before. Oh. So we must really, I must <laughs> really like those hats. <laughs> so, but, yeah, like, but the other thing is I always wanted to get like a, like a mermaid or something on my forearm, but I don't want it permanently. I just want it temporarily. <laughs> but why? <laughs> because then I can do that thing where you like move your fingers and your your forearm muscle moves and it looks like waves. <laughs> I do that sometimes. <laughs> I've shown that I've done that to people. Uh, I've done that to people with my stars and I'm like, it's the American flag. And it's just twinkling. <laughs> I mean, just imagine him twinkling. But, okay, so uh, Al, I mean, have you thought about other than touching up? What you already have. Have you thought about getting another one? Um, Elon Musk's face. That would be amazing. (laughs) Just right there on your back. The whole thing. On my belly so I can see it. Like (laughs) looking down, you'd be like, night Elon. (laughs) Just kidding. I have thought about, I have thought about if they could get detailed enough to like get like a real cool looking photorealistic galaxy, spiral galaxy. All right. But maybe in the future, I don't they'll know. Have, they, like, around they'll your have, belly button, they'll have like <laughs> glitter tattoos or something like that. That you they'll like inject glitter oh, into yeah. your skin, and then you could be like, Look, my galaxy. You should look at Quincy's be- though, because the one on her shoulder is because uh, she's a, a Scorpio, mm-hmm. and so she so had okay, so she had um, the the constellation on her mm-hmm. shoulder, Scorpius, yeah, and then uh. So it's right there in the center, but then around it is a uh, kind of like a galaxy, a purple galaxy with Ooh, stars. That's and, my f- favorite colors. And uh, and around, so around the the constellation is a sun, but like halfway in between it is a moon or whatever. Mm. So you sh- yeah, you can take a look at it. But anyway, well that's <laughs> I was just curious, kind of like we've been trying to do a little get to know us, but. Uh, you know, I have no problem doing it. It's just I cannot make up my mind. And if this is going to be a forever thing, it's got to be badass. Well, like the number one thing, and it's probably a dumb reason, but I'm like, okay, if I get a tattoo now, as I get older, naturally gravity is going to take <laughs> You're it like, over. Let's make sure I'm wrinkly first, then I get it. <laughs> so whatever <laughs> so I it's get not more wrinkly. is going to start to droop. So I figure if I get a frown... Today, when I die, that frown will turn upside down. I don't. It'll just be yeah. a bigger frown. <laughs> <laughs> Gravity doesn't invert your skin. <laughs> He's like, just hang me upside down. That way, my frown looks. That's the way. It's it would to be. work the other way if you got a smile. It could turn into a frown. Okay. All right, guys. Let's get Hard. into the first question here. 
um, which is what would life be like if we all lived in a video game? How'd you like that one, Trav? It was pretty nice, and it was only like 15 <laughs> seconds. I, I was like, no, what to crap. do? One, this is short, and two, it's eight bit music, just like Trav likes. It's I do like, I love eight bit music. <laughs> but no, I was like, I don't know what to do, what kind of sounder to put in here. But I just figured that was that was short and sweet and to the point, and we can jump right in. So yeah, the question is, what would life be like if we all lived in a video game so the original premise of this question was if we all had like we lived in a video game but we didn't necessarily know we lived in a video game as the beings inside the video but we're answering this as beings outside of the video (laughs) game who can look in versely into the video game and try to determine what life would be like. so complicated (laughs) we lived in the video game got it so it sounds complicated but it's really like we're like answering it as like uh, not examiners or viewers or what's the word? I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> yep. We're <laughs> as the uh, observers. Okay. Yeah. But so with that said, what would you, what if you could pick one video game, what one would you pick, Trav? Ugh, it's tough. I mean, I think of the three of us, I'm probably the, the, uh, I guess you could consider me more of a gamer than you two, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I honestly haven't played video games in years. Yeah, so I mean, I've I play them periodically. Uh, I do have a subscription to GameFly. That's still around. Oh yeah, it's awesome. I can tell you the games that I will not be in. First off, anything that is a horror because it's scared. <laughs> So no, Resident Evil. Yeah, you wouldn't be in Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Seriously, one of the games that has scared me the most, I know that's not the question, but now I'm kind of talking about it, is Deep. It's called Dead Space, and there's three of them. I think you would like it, Alan, because you're in space. Ooh. But you're also. Is it like zombies in space? It's not zombies. They're like these like aliens. Like Danny's dream. They're like aliens, basically. <laughs> but uh, they're <laughs> these alien creatures, and you're just this maintenance man trying to get this thing up and running. This this big old spaceport. So it's like alien as in like alien from the alien movies? Or Well, it's kinda just... like that, but it's like this this mechanic guy gets he's out on this ship and and uh they hear this um distress call and him and his crew go and he just gets in there and he you know, he's trying to get everything up and running and meanwhile he's trying he just freaking scares all around the corner just guys jumping out of you know, it's freaking scary but anyway so i would not be in that what i would what i have thought about though is i mean my favorite games are like the adventure games i love um i love kind of like puzzle type games um and so there are a few that would just be cool to to be a part of and again i don't know if this is a really hard question to answer because I'm ans- I'm answering as if like, oh yeah, I'd want to live there. And I think I was telling mm-hmm. you this before, kind of when you were telling me or when you originally told me about this this idea for this topic is like video games there's always so many like conflicts that are going on. It's like m- my favorite games series is Uncharted 
for PlayStation. And what's, what's that one about? So basically, Uncharted is take Indiana Jones and mix it with Tomb Raider. And that's kind of what it is. Oh. So, so it's like an adventure. Yeah, you're a treasure hunter. You're going to like try and find, you know, Atlantis or the City of Gold, whatever, you know, you're, you're just like El Dorado. And in the, as you're going through, you're picking up clues, you're, but, and solving puzzles and just getting relics and stuff. But in the meantime, you're being freaking hunted by these like mercenaries with guns. And you're just one man, and you're just, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty awesome, so I kill them all, like hundreds. <laughs> but it's just cool. Like, the landscape is really awesome, and I would love to be a treasure hunter. Like, just go out there and just- Like in real life. Yeah, in real life. It would be like an archaeologist, but better, because- <laughs> Well, like uh, Indiana Jones archaeologist. Like yeah, but not where- seeking- But where you're doing that all the time, not like in a classroom, like- because <laughs> he's in it he's he's a professor and then on occasion he goes on these adventures and that's, that's what you see in the movies see. but yeah just like all the time yeah no i mean but, i think in general though i mean that's the purpose of video games is for entertainment right and so probably creating a video game where well although this actually exists in the sense of like sim city or something like that but for the most part, you won't just get a video game that is probably like, hey, like, let's just go live in the suburb and raise a family, mm -hmm. right? Which is more what real life is like for us, at least. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, that's kind of part of the reason why I thought it'd be interesting to kind of go over the concept is, yeah, like video games naturally are going to have a conflict or some kind of problem that you'll have to deal with, such as real life. But these are probably more apparent, immediate problems mm -hmm. um, that you have to deal with. So this is something that also I feel like has popped up more so in recent history in just pop culture and media in general. So, Trav, you have kids. Alan, I don't know if you've seen it, but have you seen Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah. Yes. So like now you have... Not the second one. Oh, the second one's actually pretty good. But now you have movies that actually literally have the concept of living in a video game. Mm -hmm. And then you and I, Trav, were talking about this, and maybe actually I'll have you go on it a little more because you're more proficient in it than I am, but we were talking about Ready Player One, mm -hmm. and you said you read the book, and it was like your favorite book you've read. Ready Player One is seriously, yeah, it's, if you haven't read it, I mean, the movie's out there, but I can guarantee you, I mean, I like the movie, but it is completely different from the book because there are just things in the book that you cannot translate over to the screen and have it be actually exciting. It's, it's kind of weird to say it that way. It's exciting in the book, but for example, uh, have you seen it, Alan? The have movie? Ready yeah. Player One? Okay. So the first key that he gets, right, is mm -hmm. when he is he, he's doing that race with the cars. With the, and he figures out he has to he go figures like out he's got to go reverse. backwards. Isn't there like a Tyrannosaurus Rex that yep. comes out yep. that always – Nobody gets past that. Or it's something like that. King, King Kong. Kong. King, King Kong. King Kong. Yeah. yeah. So that's really exciting. I mean, that's. I mean, visually, it was it was stimulating. It was awesome. There was a lot of action there, and but in the book, the first key. I mean, he's just he's going to school, and he just has this epiphany that like the key is has got to be somewhere on the planet that all the schools are on. 
and he figures out kind of where it is and he goes and finds this cave and he goes down into this cave and he's just all by himself and when he gets down there there is an old arcade game you know that you would find in a arcade yeah you know like a nickel game yeah um just sitting there and it's the game is joust and it's an old like atari game and he has to like so he gets to it and he puts in a, like a quarter or whatever and it and it turns on and then all of a sudden another one appears and this like skeleton king challenges him and he has to beat the skeleton king mm-hmm. and he literally just sits there and plays it for hours like try <laughs> like he kept losing yeah he kept losing and he kept coming back day after day after day until he could finally beat him so and the whole race scene was not in the book nothing in mm-hmm. fact most of it is not in the book like the whole second key where he goes into the shining yeah no doesn't do that he does go into a movie but it's the um crap it's the one with matthew broderick war games oh, okay so he goes in there and he has to like basically the game is that he is matthew broderick and he has to successfully recite all of matthew broderick's lines line for line and when he messes up, he gets less point, like he gets docked points. But when he does it perfectly, he gets more points, and he has to stay within a certain point range, and he has to make it through the whole movie. So it's like none of it is really the same because it doesn't translate over. Like, what kind of a movie would that be if you just like watched him go into another movie and just? <laughs> I mean, he kind of did that in The Shining, but he wasn't actually acting a part. Yeah. And it didn't take two hours long. <laughs> so know? maybe they came up with the idea of like, well, we're going to put him in a movie, yeah. i.e. The Shining, but that's not what was actually in the book, but we're just doing it for more entertainment purposes because it's more visually stimulating yeah. this way. So, so, But at the end, really quick, he does have to play a video game against somebody, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. And then so is that kind of... That one Did is that happened in the book. Yeah, or? that was a little bit closer to to what happened, and okay. it's been a bit since I've read the book, so I can't exactly remember everything. But uh, but yeah, um, it's it's a really good book. I I really enjoyed the movie, but that's that's kind of what we're talking about here. Is like that whole concept of the whole world is crap. So why why not live inside of a virtual reality world where you can literally be or do anything? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's an awesome concept. In fact, when I first heard about that, I was like this – because I read it before it was even announced that it was a movie. And I kept going online just like, when is this going to be a movie? It's got to come out. And then all of a sudden it popped up and then later on said that Steven Spielberg was directing it and I was getting all like freaking So I take it you went like when it was in theaters? Yep. Because I didn't see it until after. Like I just watched it at home. Opening night. Did you watch it at theaters though? No, it was at home. It was worth it. But it was a good good movie because I wasn't expecting much out of it, honestly. I thought I had no idea what it was. Yeah, I thought it was more of like, because it's actually my son, Kai, who's like, hey, you want to watch Ready Player One with me? And I'm like, okay, like just to hang out with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I thought it was going to be more of a tween movie, I guess, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better description. But when I started watching it, I found myself like super into the movie. Yeah. And like, with like you said, it was more than even just what the movie was. It was just like the concept of the movie that I thought was really cool. Yeah, so I could see that. I agree with that. And then nowadays, like we have uh, not just virtual reality but augmented reality, which I think is pretty interesting and kind of the way that I could see things going more and more. Right. Mm-hmm. So instead of hey, we're just going to immerse you in a completely different world, 
no, you still have to be in the real world, but we're going to have these displays. You just have these glasses or contacts or whatever it ends up being. Yeah. And everywhere you look is just like virtual a calendar or mm-hmm. whatever, like the information that you need. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I, that could be cool. But another thought, and did you, I don't know if you had anything else on no. that specifically. And I guess I should give Alan a chance. Did you ever watch, there a, did oh. you ever see the movie Pixels? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was a funny movie. It I had not, its but... moments, I guess, but it wasn't like the best movie ever. Well, yeah, but. It was just it had video games. Stuff in it. It was just like, like I bring it up. I was just like video games that, uh, but they were like aliens. Yeah. Aliens attacking us in the form. But that took of in the form like, of yeah, because that's games. what they were able to receive, like from from Earth. Yeah, yeah. But um, did, what video game, or have you thought about what video game you would want to live in? Now, well, this one's a hard one for me because I, like I said, I haven't like I don't have kids that I even know what video what. Video games are out today. Like the easy, new ones. Alan. You loved StarCraft. <laughs> you were always playing. StarCraft. Oh yeah, StarCraft was cool. <laughs> I know it was like the early 3D animation, wasn't it? Like, I seriously like... <laughs> would walk into the basement because I mean, just so everybody knows, <laughs> I didn't have to knock. I just walked in. Um, so I just I walk into the basement, and you're just always on the computer playing StarCraft. <laughs> Because it was but, a game like Warcraft, right? But yeah, were you like on a different planet or how? Would, I can't well, no, remember. Starcraft, the one that I was playing, like, we're not, you're, when you say Warcraft, you mean like World, World of, of Warcraft? Warcraft? Yeah. Yeah, like where you're building armies and. So Starcraft, when I was playing it, it was just like kind of like the above view where you're like building up your base. And then you build like yeah, yeah your, your, that's your, like so it's a strategy. Your army, and then you go and attack the other people's bases. Like you have to get you have like to supplies or whatever. Yeah, and then you mine supplies things. and stuff like that. Yeah, and like energy, whatever. But there was another game I played that's called. It was called Asheron's Call, and it was like. Was that the one where you'd be like a wizard and you'd walk around and be like, hello, yeah. how are you doing? <laughs> so you like that one was more like World of Warcraft, but that was like before World of Warcraft. No, World of Warcraft was more from above and you would build. Not the new one. Not like <laughs> WoW. We're talking about yeah. WoW. Yeah. That one is like you're a person that's walking around the world. Yeah, and oh, it like is. You're doing know. quests and stuff. The video games I played are like gotta go back. There to was like, a war. I think there was a Warcraft that was basically StarCraft, but StarCraft was themed like as like star stuff. <laughs> I guess <laughs> stars. I thought they were like basically the same game, but just like differently themed. And I was like StarCraft, but yeah, cool. What so about you? You would live in StarCraft, is what you're saying? No, or, he no, was saying Asheron's Ash call. call. That's right. That's what you would yeah. live in. It was a good game, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm the Crash exact... Bandicoot. Actually, yeah, funny enough, that was one of my top choices. <laughs> oh, was Crash Bandicoot? But yeah, I'm the same way. I'm not a gamer, so I, ironically, it's ironic that I'm the one that came up with this question because I probably have played the least amount of video games of anyone of the three of us. Um. But with that said, yeah, like every video game I could think of, I was like, well, I could die in that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was telling you. Oh, yeah, there was uh, – I also – in high school, I always played Halo with my friends. 
So see, that's that a good game. Very dangerous. I mean, if let's just put it this way, <laughs> and that one was like aliens in space. If it's too, like but. the games of today, to where basically there there are no lives, because I mean, this isn't like the Nintendo days. You know, you don't have lives. You just die, and then you start back at a certain point. Mm. So if that's the case, then well, all right, I'd be a little bit more willing to take some risks instead of you run out of lives and then it's game over. Yeah. So, for example, there is a series of games um, that I think are actually uh, really great. Um, visually, I mean, it's it's a Japanese game, so I think you you two would love it. See, because you guys are Japanese, pretty good. Um, the one I can't remember, I can't remember the other two, but the the one that I played first, which was actually the second game in this series, and they don't. They don't run together. They're just from the same maker. So this this mm-hmm. production company or whatever created three games. And uh, uh, the second one was Shadow of the Colossus. And the story or the premise is just basically you're this, you're this guy and his girlfriend or wife or whatever. I, I never really understood that because it is all in Japanese, so I have no clue. <laughs> and they come in and they're like, ah, and they're not like, they're really mumbling. I don't even think they're speaking Japanese, but, and then it just comes in subtitles and stuff. But, um, so anyway, she's in this big palace and there's nobody in there and there's just these giant, she's like at the very end of this long hallway and on the side of the hallway, there are these massive giant, uh, sculptures, these, these statues. I think there's like eight or 10 of them. And she is in this deep sleep and, uh, Basically, what he has to end up doing is going to each end. I mean, it's an open world type play. So, I mean, you can just wander around this world. But at the ends of each place, there are different uh, giants, these these colossus mm-hmm. giants. and Like human giants? No, they're, they're like, like animals. Um, one of them's like a serpent type. Like uh, another kaiju. one. They're, they could be kaiju. Okay. Um, another one is like a flying one. Another one. And so, um, and really all you do is you're this little tiny dude and you go up and you fight them. But it's not like, it's not like Mortal Kombat where you just go head to head and like, all right, I'm going to fight you. I'm this little dude. I mean, when I say they're giants, I'm saying they are massive, like, like skyscraper size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what he has to do is he goes up, and a lot of them are like hairy and stuff, and so you have to grab onto the hair and you climb up, and you have to, you know, at some point in time, they like shake and they try and shake your guy off, and so you just got to hold on, and then there's like save spots or safe spots on them. You Mm. climb up and they have like two or three points where you have to go and just stab it like tons of times with your knife, (laughs) and then eventually they die. But it's it's just going around this whole world and it's really beautiful and it's just really awesome just to kind of play it and, and but Wait, uh, so do these creatures not realize that you're stabbing them repeatedly? Well they do, that's why they shake. But you gotta But they don't like flick you off? Well they can't they're, I mean they can. That's why they're trying to shake you off. They're like <laughs> They're not human, Danny. They don't just like all have fingers. they they can flick you. <laughs> They're not humanoid. So, they are not humanoids. So anyway, you guys should go at least like 
after we're done with this, go like, take a look at it online yeah. or something. It's really cool. And then there's a couple of other games that they did that are all because these are all like adventure type um, puzzle solving. What console is this on? Uh, PlayStation, I believe. Mm. Yeah, I think it's only on PlayStation. I could be wrong though. But mm. so I mean, in in kind of looking at things and researching just a little bit to prepare for this, I did look up like, hey. I basically Googled what are like the most amazing video game worlds, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I mean, I was blown away by some of them that are out there now. Cause I don't, I haven't played video games for so long. I mean, the last console I owned was the PS one. Mm. And so it's been a while. Yeah. Now to see like, oh, wow, like these are pretty cool looking like worlds and graphics that are almost like real looking in, in some yeah. ways, some of them, you know, or just very vibrant and exciting looking. Um, so I guess more than just picking a game, because if I were to pick like a game game, part of me would want to pick like, holy cow. Part of me would want to pick um, like Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Because I know how to play that game. Like I would just love to hit bricks with my head. Yeah. And so I'm so like, much. but I'd be really good because I know what to do in every situation. And I love mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to throw fireballs and I know how to jump on top of little mushroom dudes and turtles and stuff, but that wouldn't really, I mean, but eventually I would get bored. Yeah. I think with that, cause one, I can only move in two dimensions, but if you were living in it, would you be two dimension? I think. So. Yeah. Cause if you lived in it, I would only be able to move forward and up and down and I can go back to a certain degree. <laughs> but then I'm blocked by the edge of the TV. <laughs> You're like, I can see it. I'm standing in front of the, the pathway. I can see it, but I can't get forward. Like, what is this? I can't move. But that's what I'm saying is like trying to think of it. Wall. Trying to think of it is almost like you have to abide by the rules that live within that video game. Um as it's constituted now. And that's because, yeah, you could go into any video game, but if you could just like change the rules of so, yeah. the video game. So if then, that's the case, then I would definitely want to live in one of these video games that is kind of like an open world, a free roaming. Um, and I don't know exactly which one that would be, but uh, so let's do this. I'm going to give you the description of what, items i would seek out in a video game that i would want to live in okay and then you try to say okay of the criteria that you give me this is the video game i would suggest that you live in and or this could be something for anybody any of you listeners who are video gamers or have played more video games than me which is probably almost all of you then maybe you could comment at some point and say hey this would be the perfect video game for you to live in okay but i agree one a video game with basically endless open world that I could explore and not get bored because I'm stuck in one spot. Okay. Two, something that has excitement as far as something, various fun, exciting things to do that give you a rush, but that you're not constantly in peril and running for your life. Okay. Okay. Um, something... With very good-looking humanoids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Preferably of the female variety. <laughs> Can they be just humans? Do they have to be humanoids? <laughs> they can be humans. Okay. Um, and something that involves 
strategy or like you you can power up and you can get better over time like the more you do things right got it is that it yep okay assassin's creed that is your that is your game and the only reason why like now in like assassin's creed is like you're almost gonna die all the time kate you're talking about living in a world okay (laughs) like it is a complete and open like a open world that is most of it is in europe yeah you don't have to actually be like you don't have to be running around all the time like literally in the game you could go and just hang out in a bar like all day but that would just be boring to play but as <laughs> the character you, you could do that do you that. could go to a brothel there's just, tons of just proud rest okay looking humanoids <laughs> there um but and and it's because they, they have so many of them, and they all kind of flow together. So you can actually kind of say, oh, all of these kind of, you know. I mean, they're at different times. So, like, one of them's back. Like, the first one was back in, like, the medieval times, you know. And then you kind of go a little bit forward to ancient Italy or ancient Italy, like Europe, Rome, Rome and all that stuff. Yeah. When it was When it was, like, you know, bustling. Um <laughs> But yeah, you could really go anywhere. Europe's not bustling anymore. <laughs> yeah, not anywhere. No not one, anymore. No one's I'm not, in Rome I'm, or I'm Italy talking about anymore. like Rome and the and the, like the, the Roman, Roman Empire. Empire. Yes, that. Thank you. With um, the uh, Colosseum. Yep. There's even one where you could be a pirate and you could just like you literally are sailing on the open sea and just going from uh, island to island looking for treasure and things like that. Like you could do that. And probably not have to worry about being killed all the time unless you decided, all right, I guess I'm an assassin. I'm going to go kill someone now. So, like, unless you kind of decide to take on a mission or whatever it yeah. is. And then you just got to figure out how to jump from, like, little railing to yep. little railing. And more, and the more you do things, the more, uh, you know, I guess technically the people you assassinate and the, you know, the more skills you get and better equipment and swords and knives and guns and all that all stuff. Right. Starting so. to check off some of my, yeah, I could see that. There so I did play Assassin's Creed once in my life. Okay. Um, it lasted about 10 to 15 minutes. It was basically, I got stuck in an alleyway. I couldn't get out. And then I gave up. <laughs> Because, like, I think it was on practice mode. <laughs> you get stuck in the alleyway. Because normally the alleys, like, you can move through them. And then if you can't, you can usually climb over them. Yeah. Because I remember I was trying to jump from, like, ledge to ledge. And then I just kept falling. But you could go around or something. It's that kind of a world. It's not like. So, see, I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> I, I can't jump In my over. head, I was just like, well, I can only go to where I can see on the screen right now. Probably is what I thought. <laughs> I didn't realize but, that over the... And I know <laughs> there's like a whole world there. Out there. Is. I'm like, I, this game sucks. It's just an alley. <laughs> but yeah, like... <laughs> but I know there's a movie, Assassin's Creed, that came out semi-recently, right? It was horrible. And I never yeah. watched it. But yeah, I was curious. Like, But is that something it to do just, with like time? Is this some guy stuck in an alley the no. whole movie? Well, so does the game. It's not necessarily time travel. It's more that they're trying to gain an uh, understanding and information from, uh, from people that lived back in these times. And they have this, this machine that can extract that information, but they need a living relative of those people to plug in because it's like a, a connection with their DNA. So they, they, it's called the Animus, and they plug you into the Animus, and then you're able to 
go back and live the events that happened back then. And meanwhile, all these people that have you hooked up to this machine can monitor and, and extract the information. Yeah. So, so are you like an assassin in someone else's body? Yes. So mm-hmm. like your ancestors, it's like, let's say your ancestor was an assassin. You get plugged into the animus. Your consciousness goes into the the mind, the body of your distant, like your ancestor. Ancestor. Oh. And then you, okay. then you play along how history played along. You know how history went, so that they could collect the information. But gotcha. So anyway, yeah, I think that would probably be your best bet. It's maybe not the safest thing, but. Uh, like I said, you could just go live your life in some house and be fine. I guess you just need you need a little action. Yeah. Right? In your life. So, um Yeah. Have you played that game, Al? Nope. Okay. Good uh, conversation. You need, a little, <laughs> you need a little action in your life, which is assassinating people. <laughs> I go from zero to sixty just huh. like that. But um yeah, so I mean moving into like so now if we were to just kind of narrow this down a little bit more as far as so now let's say you were creating a video game or you lived in a video game but you had like i said you have to abide by the rules right so if in your ideal video game and trav you kind of already answered this because i didn't know about this at the time but i literally had a question how many lives would you think would be like the optimal amount of lives to have in your video game world yeah yeah I mean, at least with the games that are now, um, I mean, maybe there are some, but pretty much every game that I've played, it's just you have a life bar, and as soon as that's gone, yeah, you die, but you respawn, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere else or like at a save point or whatever. And th- I mean, with the games nowadays too, like you don't even have to save. Like, I mean, you can, but it just saves for you when you reach a certain point, mm-hmm. and uh, or after you complete a certain task so is it kind of like who wants to be a millionaire basically it's like like when you get to a thousand dollar question or yeah, whatever just like that's the bottom you'll get your guaranteed yeah, that spot exactly so like if you go so far you're guaranteed to start at a certain point yep from so that point on. that's basically how it would be and i'd be okay with that my uh, my <laughs> ideal amount of lives would be as unlimited infinity yeah. <laughs> well and that's what it would kind of be it would just be yeah. like it would almost be kind of like groundhog day like we've kind of talked about before. It's like, oh, you die, and then all of a sudden, you just pop back up at the beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just a matter of getting through that day, then you can pop to the tomorrow. I guess. But then, mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. So, all right. So one more concept on the whole lives thing. But let's say, because I, I set this whole thing up not knowing that there was all these games that you just didn't have lives. <laughs> <laughs> but let's say you have... A video game. You live in a video game and everyone has three lives. And this is more of a concept I got from Jumaji, mm-hmm. the new Jumaji, where they go into the video game and they all have three lives, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you go in and you have three lives. Well, from an ethical and or, you know, like ju- judicial standpoint, so say it was you, that was the situation you're in, but it's somewhat like our society is on the outside world. In the fact that, like, if you go murder somebody right now and you get caught, you probably are going to spend life in prison, right? Yes. Well, if in this game everyone has three lives and you murder somebody but it's their first life, what should happen to you? 
you lose your life. Tit for tat. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if you're on life three and you murder somebody on life one, then you're you basically murdered yourself permanently. Yes. So you don't want to be a a life three murderer. Call, <laughs> Danny. I don't know. I feel like this is a question that takes a little bit more thinking because it is ethical. But I don't know. I mean, because then you're going to be getting like, well, I mean, let's talk about the death penalty today. <laughs> I mean, do you believe in it? Uh, well, okay. So here, like, let me parse it down to just like the simplistic point that I I'm curious as to what you guys think is. If you were to take somebody's life one or two versus their life three, should your punishment be different? Yes. You're saying based on the fact that a third is worse if you take the first one. Yeah. Like, so if you took somebody's third life, they're like completely removed from the, the yeah, we get world. It. But if you took their first life, they can come back. And so should there be equal punishment? Not, it doesn't, shouldn't matter if you, kill somebody for the first time or for the third time maybe if you murder somebody for the first time and then they when they come back then they you just get (laughs) like tied up somewhere and you kill murder you you. have killed for the first time and that was the person's first life this is your sentence (laughs) (laughs) now be be gone (laughs) how about that person when they come back they get a murder yeah maybe that's maybe that's part of it is like I don't really want to murder someone because there's a high probability that when they come back, they're going to like sole mission is going to be to come find me and murder me. Right. I would. Yeah, I would. I'd be, I'd be coming back with a vengeance. (laughs) Freaking. But so like in the Jumaji movie, the rock character pushes out, um, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart. Yeah. And like basically murders him for a good cause. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he like, needed the. He would needed that the change like the way we think about? Oh, it would definitely things. would. It would also definitely change the way that we like just act around things. You know, just knowing. But for me, I would still be just as cautious because I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, because you don't want to get down to life no. three. You like want to stay on life one. <laughs> yeah. I want to make. I want to get to the end of I my feel life. Like this is very like duh. Yeah, <laughs> I want to get to. No, you don't want to die. <laughs> get to the end of my life. Yeah, three lives or not, with three not lives left. And then I'd just be like, you know, die of natural causes in the hospital. You know, it goes pee, and then I just come back. Like, oh, like this reborn. is my second life. Well, not reborn. I'd probably just come back just the same old man, and then i just immediately go, <laughs> <laughs> die three times, just one Hit right after <laughs> So, But anyway, I don't know. It's like a privilege. To we can, we can maybe throw that out there and just see what other people would think. I don't, I don't necessarily yeah, know. I'd just be we... curious on, on the ethical portion of that. And, or, I mean, just as like a, a concept. Like, it's just kind of interesting to think the difference between how we – as a society and we live day to day knowing that we, well, thinking at least that we have one life and if we die, we die. Like whatever the happens after that is different for everyone and their beliefs. But, but I also feel like like, I have three lives. The only thing that has to do with really video games in this is just saying that we have three lives, (laughs) but we're really, (laughs) we're really just talking about real life. This is not a video game. This is just like, okay, what if we all had three lives? 
what's murder like in that? <laughs> you know, what do we do then? So it's just yeah, a different yeah. way to look at the whole problem and and, and you know consider the That's consequences. It's a, very, it's a very deep question, but um, is that everything that you have? Um, I had some other thoughts, but I think that yeah, was we've, a, we've, <laughs> we've been talking I, about that could get us into games because, yeah. like I said, I have not. I don't have a lot of experience with video games in the recent past, so <laughs> well, I have nothing else. Well, we'll end on this. This will be my last thing, and then <laughs> okay. we'll move on. But so this goes with the whole concept of. Didn't rules. you say this is the last yeah, concept? The last question. <laughs> this is the last last. Like this is my third life. Concept. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so. As in, like, the whole idea of religion and or a higher power, right, that we have now okay, in life. So if you were to live in a video game, what would be your, like, what was the video game you said you would live in? Uh, Probably, well, I said Uncharted was kind of. Okay, so if you but, were actually living in Uncharted, yeah, what would be your purpose in life? To find treasure. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I like. I guess that's the idea is like, would you know any different if like you lived in that? Would there be a, a so called God? I don't or... know. Danny. This is <laughs> so deep. <laughs> how many how many doobies did you see? I would imagine if I was the character in the game, he understood the concept of gods and things like that because <laughs> that had to deal with all the treasure and all the stuff. I that feel he was like looking for. I feel like. This has nothing again to do with video games because a video game is not has nothing to do with religion or any of this stuff. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like some if video... you were living in a video game, if you chose the video game to live in, it's probably not because of having anything to do okay. with religion. This is why. So, say that we, our life really, we are living in a video game right now, but we don't know it. That would be the same situation if we lived in a video game. But this we didn't video know it. game would suck. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're living in a video game. Right now, I mean, I have certain things and, and philosophies and principles and morals and whatever you want to call them. And that is partially like, hey, I want to be a, a good father, a good husband, make sure that my kids are taken care of, and ultimately be a good enough human that I will not be sent to the depths of hell, right? Would be kind of like, that's just my personal feelings on the subject. So, like, my, the decisions I make typically are like, hey, is this going to probably send me to hell at some point? Because if it is, I probably don't want to do it. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> but if you're in a video game, like maybe your sole point of like anything that you're doing is to score points. Yeah. That's or what I would say. to conquer villains okay. or something like that. So it's like, it doesn't matter what else I have to do. So it doesn't matter if I go have to murder 7,500 people as long as I get the points at the end. Yeah. It's you, whatever game you choose to live in, if that game incorporates religion and philosophy into it, maybe. But if you're like just living in Crash Bandicoot, I don't think you really need your, I don't think you chose to live in that game because you're worried about religion, like a higher power or God. What you're just, the, you like the game. What was the Crash thing Bandicoot? that you're always collecting in Crash Bandicoot? Peaches. Oh yeah, yeah. Peaches. <laughs> peaches, peaches are your god in that. Peaches for me. <laughs> so, so okay. All right, well, well, from video games to trivia games about space and planets, let's move on to Alan's. 
I always forget how long that is. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps going up in octaves, and you think it's over, and then it's even higher. The sad thing is, I know, like now, I remember that we've played that twice already, <laughs> and this is the third time I've listened to it. But when Trav was doing the pew pew thing, I didn't, I didn't know he was doing it. I thought that was part of the music. <laughs> Pew, pew. I was like, I don't remember this from last time. And then I'm like, look over and Trav's mouth is moving. <laughs> All right. So is this, uh, this going to be kind of, I mean, same format, 15 questions. So I've reduced it to 10 questions. Okay. I will scribble out. <laughs> you just did 50% extra work for no reason. <laughs> okay. And um, so this, yes, by now you know what's going on. Uh, but this this is trivia about uh, Jupiter and Saturn. Okay. So is there any so, reason? Just that, so that everybody knows. Oh, wait. Sorry. What was uh, I was just going like? to say, is there any reason that you decreased it to 10 questions from 15 questions? I ran out of time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So just so everybody knows, this is kind of where we stand right now. First trivia was the sun and the sun Mercury. And Mercury. I won that one by coming back from behind. That sounds that sounds good. Coming that you can't even say that. How do they say that on normal why, like why do you come from behind dress? <laughs> That's how so, you say it. Yeah, it just sounds so weird when I say it. So I, I came, came back from behind. I came from I behind. Came from I came from I came I came from down. <laughs> oh under <laughs> Anyway, I was losing, and then I won. Let's put it that way. And then in trivia week two, which was <laughs> Venus. Venus and Mars, I was winning, Danny was losing, and then he won. Both of us came back with the bonus question that basically, if you got it right, you win. <laughs> Which just nullifies everything before that. <laughs> so we're sitting here one to one, and let's see how we do on this one. So we're doing a coin flip? Yep. I'll do it. Let's go heads. Tails. Yes. But the there's no advantage this time because it's an even number of questions. <laughs> there was no advantage before. <laughs> the one time I win, my advantage is null and void. <laughs> And he shortened it so like it's less skill and more variance and just luck now. You think about it too much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One through ten, Dan. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm like waiting. I'm like, what is my question? Ask my question. Um, Let's go numero uno. Saturn was the first planet known to have satellites, craters, sunspots, or rings. Bing, boom, bing, boom, bing, <laughs> boom. What is, is rings? <laughs> yes. Okay, never mind. What? What? I just say you say it so easy as if like, oh, you, you should know this. <laughs> well, you guys, I was talking about rings earlier, and you guys were just making fun of me about it. <laughs> Make me doubt myself. So you, what was your Trust answer? Like, Does any planets have rings? <laughs> rings. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be winning though right now. This, this, this is the hard part. <laughs> Somebody has to be have to answer the questions. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get it right. <laughs> Correct rings. Oh yeah, my quip. <laughs> He's got quips. Saturn's rings were actually detected by Galileo. He noted Saturn's odd shape, but he couldn't determine what was causing it. It was not until 1659 
that Christian Hugens, I think that's how you say it, Hugens, figured out that there were rings, although at first no one believed him. I wouldn't either because I'd be like, this is 1659. <laughs> how in the heck are you seeing Saturn? <laughs> They're probably like, hey, man, I don't believe in your religion and you are a Hugen liar. Okay. Because <laughs> it's Christian Hugen. For anyone who didn't get that. It's like the joke off of the burbs. You guys seen the burbs? Like with, uh, with Tom Hanks? Yeah. They go in to, to meet those the neighbors and he's like, what's your name? Hans. Hans. What a fine Christian name. Hans Christian Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it doesn't make any sense. But anyway. Okay. I would like question five. Five. Saturn's rings are made up of individual small particles. Oh, this is true or false. Okay. Saturn's rings are made up of individual small particles of rock and ice. They are hula hoops. I'm just kidding. No, that's true. Nope. That first one is the answer. Just kidding. True. Correct. Yay. The rings of Saturn are not solid like hula hoops, <laughs> <laughs> even though they appear to be solid through a telescope. Because they are so far away. Mm. Well done, Trent. It's all perception. <laughs> Do they look like different colors? The rings? Yeah, from here. I don't think you could distinguish color from Earth. <laughs> I'm sure. Stupid. I think if you go up close, <laughs> they would be. <laughs> I mean, they're matter. They're going to be this color. <laughs> Like, for some reason, though, in my head, like, whenever I picture Saturn with its rings, I picture, like... <laughs> it's because you're picturing a picture in a yeah. book where they put color like, in it. Yeah. Various, like, shades of, like, purples and pinks or something, you know? <laughs> purples and pinks. That's I would have gotten more, like, the yellowish... Orange. Orangey <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> we'll see, Trav. We're going to go and we're going to visit those rings. It's probably There's probably a lot of, like whiteness to them since a lot of it's ice and, oh. and brownness because there's a lot of it's rock <laughs> sure <laughs> probably okay but so basically your question is is there color at, <laughs> is, is there color is at there Saturn's there? rings <laughs> does that exist still <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my question is at this point is there color in space <laughs> 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 but it's just black and white. Well, a lot of a lot of like astronomy pictures, like by NASA and stuff, they are added. The colors added later because it's easier. It's more efficient, and you get better resolution to take pictures in black and white. Uh, that makes sense. And then, yeah. So for for scientific you're reasons, to get more detail yeah. in the data and less like uh, ancillary information. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> ancillary. Yeah, ancillary. <clears throat> All right. What um, question you want now? Numero diez. That is number ten for those of you who do not speak Spanish. <laughs> I only I know my head, speak Spanish, so thank you for that. Because in my head, I was going uno, dos, tres, cuatro, <laughs> <laughs> ten. How? Wait, whose is this? Danny's. I thought he just chose that one. I chose number one, and then Trav chose number oh, five. Yeah. And but then, then he just asked the question oh, yeah. about colors, and That's then we spent ten minutes on that. <laughs> How many Earths could fit in the Great Red Spot storm on Jupiter? 
You guys know what that is? Yes. I know there's a red spot storm. It's like a giant <laughs> hurricane that's been yeah. going on for centuries. Yep. But do I get ever a multiple since, choice? Or do I ever just since <laughs> Galileo discovered it for like 400 years ago, he saw the great red spot. So this hurricane has been going on for at least we know for 400 years. Ooh. Okay. So do I get a multiple choice? Oh yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, or four. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. <laughs> Are you like in Spanish? <laughs> Should we do Chini subtitles on this Chico. episode? Yeah, subtitles for audio. <laughs> <laughs> um, Travis like translating. It's just two people talking over each other in different languages. <laughs> Uno, one, two. <laughs> tres, thir- three. <laughs> cuatro, four. Um, four. Uh, oh. Come on. I am going to say two. Three. Shiza. Do we keep going until somebody gets it? No, I think no, we both missed we it. Both. Should we? Okay. It's three. The answer is three. I was going to say three. I knew it was three or four. If it, this is how big this storm is that three Earths would fit in it. I don't have a quip on that one. <laughs> it's just really big. Yeah. Just understand that. For some reason, I thought it was actually bigger than that. But really, I'm disappointed now that it's not that big. It's a storm. Well, only three Earths. Yeah, and to give you an idea how big Jupiter is, I think it's a thousand Earths could fit inside the volume of Jupiter. So it's pretty big. Stupid. It's a big storm, but still compared to the planet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just, just, make just keep whispering. Okay, <laughs> I I choose Pikachu. Uh, number three. It's <laughs> like that is not Spanish for any of those numbers. Travs is like pervert. All right, because <laughs> he wants to Pikachu. Oh my good heavens! That was a friggin' reach. <laughs> Saturn's mass is how many times that of Earth? A lot. Oh, I keep forgetting the multiple choice part. 95, 8, 12, or 65? 65. Farts. What was the question? (laughs) Saturn's mass is how many times that of the Earth? Okay. 95, 8, 12, or 65? I chose 95. No, you chose 65. But it's not that much because you don't weigh that much on Saturn. You don't weigh 95 times as much. It's somewhere between 8 and 12. Probably not between. It's probably either 8 or 12. <laughs> I would imagine so. So I'm trying to remember when I stood on the scale at the planetarium. Oh, how much good heavens. <laughs> did I weigh? I'm going to say 12. 8. Eight. <laughs> 95? Yeah. I don't remember this. You're forgetting. I know how big it is comparatively, but I thought it was more gas than solid. So stupid. <laughs> you're, you're forgetting mass isn't everything when it comes to gravity and how much you would. It's also how condensed that mass is yeah. toward the center. And it's all gas. So you would. Well, dude, so yeah, you were right. You wouldn't weigh 95 times as much. But tell me this. But it still has 95 times the mass. Because it's so, you it's, have, so it's less it's dense. It's just not as dense. When you have gas, don't you feel heavier? 
I feel like I do. More I am carrying around a little extra mass, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's called a turd. <laughs> that's why. That's when the gas turns into a solid. <laughs> but that's why you could theoretically make microscopic black holes. You could take a peanut and make a black hole with it. You just have to crush that peanut small enough oh, to get an orange peanut. A certain amount of mass for me within a certain amount of space. What is that? It's a micro peanut. Okay. Numero ocho. What's ocho again? Eight. Eight. <laughs> Stop with the Spanish crap. <laughs> Did you not watch Sesame Street growing up? Uh, not as much as Mr. Rogers. And he did not do Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ocho. The four largest moons of Jupiter are known as the Galilean moons. Which of these is not one of them? Callisto, Ganymede, Amethia, or Europa? <coughs> That's uh, interesting that you uh, mentioned that. Because I know these moons very well. Um, you said, which one is not one of the Galilean moons? Yeah. So so which is not one of the biggest four moons of Jupiter? Well, Europa belongs to Saturn, so I'm going to go with Europa. Damn it. <laughs> Europa does not belong to Saturn. I thought if I said it with enough like, confidence. <laughs> like, that, he'd be, that he'd look at his notes and be like, Oh, yeah, damn it. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me the other. I know it's not Europa, so. Okay, uh, Callisto, Ganymede, Amethia. I'm going to say Ganymede. <gasps> Bart! Callisto. <laughs> I suck. Amethia. That's the second one that you guessed all the other, all the wrong ones. <laughs> well, right now we're at a. We are one and one. <laughs> so yeah, the answer is Amethia is not one of the Galilean moons. Amethia was the first Jovian satellite to be discovered after the, Gal after the Galilean moons. The fourth oh. Galilean moon is called Io. Okay. Oh. Speaking of uh, space, I just sneezed super hard. <laughs> and I, now I see stars. I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, let's go with number two. Guys, I dropped my gum on the ground under the table That's somewhere. Gross. I can't find it. <laughs> so gross. At least it's your house. <laughs> so nobody step on it. Number two. Two. Saturn's density is how many times that of water? 1.7.69.6.5.89. So compared to water, how dense is Saturn? Say it one more time. 1.7. 0. 0.69, 6.5, 0. 0.89. 6.5. Oh, Danny, don't give me that. Like, <laughs> I'm so sure that you're wrong because I know exactly how much all the I density did, of water. All I did was the charade move of pushing a button. It could have been either button. No, you were so. <laughs> that was with conviction that it was Because it could have been. Anyway, your turn. Um, it's less than one. So there was two options that were less than one, 0.89 and 0.65. Point, point 0.69 and yeah, 0. 0.89. 0. 0.89. <laughs> Dummy. 0. 0.69. So stupid. 
Yeah. You were correct you though. It's less it. than one. How many? How how do you know it's less than one? Because it's a gas and it's less <laughs> dense than liquid. Uh, it's true, but Jupiter. Wait, is Jupiter? No, Jupiter is still more dense than water, even though it's gas. Because but it's so you crush big, gas yeah. enough. Yeah, it's more <laughs> dense. <laughs> Hey. But so yeah, um, Saturn is the less least dense uh, planet in the solar system. Saturn's density is so low. How low do you think? How it, low is it <laughs> that if you could find a body of water large enough, Saturn would float? No other planet in our solar system would float mm. in water. That would be weird to look out into the ocean and see a planet floating there. That's how many times bigger than Earth? Like, or is that a question? <laughs> times bigger than Earth? It might be a question, Danny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, numero. Learn that in time. Cuatro. That's four. <laughs> did you go on a Spanish-speaking mission? I did. But to, like, Jersey? <laughs> yep. Oh, was Jersey? Yep. <laughs> if you right. make a left at the turnpike, it's Spanish-speaking. It's Spanish-speaking everywhere. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> All of New Jersey, or you mean your whole mission? No, it's pretty much everywhere. Just, I mean, most of my mission, yeah. But so, do you like go because you specifically go on a Spanish speaking yes. mission? Yes. <clears throat> so you're going to go to the places that yes speak Spanish. What's that girl's name that like became popular? That was kind Britney of Britney Spears. No, she was like <laughs> on the Jersey Shore. Oh, Snooky, 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 watch, mush, mush. So did you go find her and be like? Hola, Snooky. Gate number one. Jersey Shore wasn't a thing back in 2002, so. Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> wait, wait, I thought Jersey Shore was a thing around that time. When we were in high school? Yeah. Like, well, 2002, you were out of high school. That's when I graduated. Yeah. So, I don't know. I we can you- continue, and I'm going to look this up because now this is stupid. This is Danny's question? <clears throat> yep. Saturn takes approximately how many years to make one revolution around the sun. 29, 1, 12, or 24. Is Earth years? Yep. Or Saturn years? Earth years. Or else it'd just be one. <laughs> well, 29, one. 1, 12, or 24. For some reason, 24 sticks out to me. <laughs> What's the question again? Because first off, started in 2009... Went to 2012, so... For real? Yeah. Holy It was crap. only three years? Yeah. It was a crappy show. But everyone loved it. I'm I surprised I it was even it, on the air for... <laughs> I didn't even know it was that late in life. Yeah. Hmm. All right. What's the question again? Saturn takes approximately how many years to make one revolution around the sun? Okay. 29, 1, 12, or 24? Not 24. 12? What was that one? <laughs> 29, 1, or 12? 12. 29. No! You can't change it. He said 12. I changed it before you he hit the it, button. Yeah, in time. Oh, you got to be kidding me, Smalls. <laughs> <clears throat> Yay! <laughs> What's the score? Two to one. I'm and really we only have at, three questions I'm left. really good at getting close. <laughs> Who, wait, Trav's winning? Yeah. And it is my turn. Did Saturn you, is so far away from the sun... Some one billion four hundred and twenty nine million kilometers that it takes over twenty nine years to orbit the sun. Saturn is over nine times further away. 
from the sun than the earth. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Right, I would like number six, please. Or for you people that do speak Spanish, seis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like we stole that one from them because it's so close. Face six. Or maybe they stole it from us. No, no. It's the other way around. (laughs) (laughs) We stole it from them. Mixed it with a little German and boom. Six. Six. Is that your German? One. Two. I always just imagine German people yelling. Yelling everything they say. Nine. No, Sing. that's no. Okay. <laughs> the diameter of Saturn is how many kilometers? 77,000, 187,000, 245,000, 120,000. Let's say 245. <laughs> that was <laughs> a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh so the diameter so of Earth, Earth is like eight thousand diameter, or no miles. But so what is that in? I don't know. Uh, so the diameter of Saturn is seventy-seven thousand kilometers, one hundred eighty-seven thousand, or one hundred twenty thousand. Seventy-seven, one hundred eighty, or one hundred twenty. Saturn diameter. What's the radius? This is kilometers. Oh, good heavens. What's, just answer. Dude, I, I'm not, just wondering what the radius is. You can't ask that question. <clears throat> Why? It's not the. It's not the answer. I know, but you have to figure that out in your head. Do you know the <laughs> radius? <laughs> if he gives me the radius, no. no. You have to answer the question. It's. You can't ask other questions to help narrow the, it down. I give him the radius. You just times that by two to get the diameter. Um, a hundred and eighty. Thousand. Hundred and twenty thousand. Hundred twenty thousand. I'm always debating between two things and I guess wrong every time. All right. Over nine Earths would fit across Saturn's diameter. Ooh. All right. Numero siete. Seven. <laughs> Jupiter generates more heat. Than it receives from the sun, partially due to its mass. What is one of the causes of this? It's theorized that Jupiter was once a star. It's simply too far from the sun. Jupiter is shrinking, or it has many moons that cause that may cause much of this heat. So where? A. Why is it getting this extra heat? It was believed to be once a star. It was like. Like almost going to be a star. This is yours? But like Yeah, he's answering. <clears throat> it ended up not quite having enough mass, so therefore <laughs> became a planet. <laughs> well then if that's it, not my answer. It, I was saying like Paul <laughs> <laughs> crap, you said A. <laughs> yeah, like uh I'm going to answer this question well, by talking it. So through. A was it is theorized that Jupiter was once a star. Oh and you Said, well, it was almost a star, <laughs> so <laughs> it just didn't have enough, ma- which means it was never a star. <laughs> All right, what are the other ones? It's simply too hot or too far from the sun, and that's why it's putting off heat. So, J- Jupiter generates more heat than it receives from the sun, partially due to its high mass. What is one of the causes of this? 
why is it generating more heat than it gets from the sun? Okay. Like you would think the sun is Heating. the main heat yeah. thing. So it's simply too it's far. simply too far from the sun. Jupiter is shrinking, or it has many, or has so many moons that they cause much of this heat. I want to go with the moon thing. Is it the? It's not the shrinking one. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> that was my second option. So, ever since, so it's, it's collapsing hot, on itself. Hot things are more like they expand, right? So if you have a bunch of hot gas, it's like takes up more space, and as it's um, expelled as it's, into space, as it's like, wait a second. So as it puts <laughs> as, off heat, as heat gets put off in this space, it shrinks. It's it's crushing in on itself even more, but then generating more heat in hmm. its core. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All I don't know is it's it's it's, it's shrink. It's slowly crushing in on itself as time goes on. Okay. I select getting smaller. So and we don't know when it's we do stop. this quiz a little while later and like how many Earths could fit inside the red spot on Jupiter? And we're like three is like no. Two and a half. One partial Earth can fit in there because it's smaller than the Earth now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want the whole planet. I want nine. <clears throat> Wait, hang on. My quip. Yeah, you already did the quip. <laughs> yeah, you, you already did it. That wasn't my quip. Oh, though. that was, was it the same thing that we were going to say in the quip. <laughs> quip Jupiter, two. Jupiter being the most massive planet in the solar system is the closest to being a star in terms of mass, that is. Where, where it, wait, <laughs> whoa, were it about 70 ti- 75 times more massive, it would begin fusing hydrogen and be a star. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. So still not that close to being a star because it's still you need to times it by seventy five. Yeah, I didn't get to finish my <laughs> sentence. I was about to say at its present mass, it was one seventy fifth of what it needed to be. <laughs> <clears throat> at its present mass, however, it generates a high amount of heat as it shrinks under gravity. Jupiter is known to have been shrinking since it was formed. It is unknown when Jupiter will stop shrinking. So how big was Jupiter when it first was formed? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> a question we'll or maybe you could do the math. Everyday life. <clears throat> maybe you could do the math, and if it's like shrinking at a constant rate, just like rewind time. But but how do you know how far to rewind it? Four, well, 4.5 billion years. The oh, solar girl. system's <laughs> about 4.5 billion years old. Oh, I covered that in like the first quiz. Okay. <laughs> how? You tell me how somebody knows it's 4.5 billion years old. Because <laughs> is there somebody here on Earth that is 4.5 billion years old? Because of physics. Physics, my ass. How? <laughs> somebody There's can ways. just make that up. I am a physicist. Well, the okay. solar system is 4.5 billion years old. So there's like, I don't know if this is give this or is take. The, I don't know if this is the exact right term, but like, have you heard of carbon dating? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so basically, it's thought that the oldest objects still around that didn't collapse into planets, you know, and then like, so planets, you have a problem with like our Earth's crust is always regenerating as it like the tectonic plates move under each other and lava and stuff. And it forces but up. But asteroids have just been Rocks. out there 
asteroids have just been floating out there since the beginning of the solar system. So if you get a piece of an asteroid, that's like the oldest rock in the solar system, which you would assume was formed with the, when the solar system formed. And then you can do like something like carbon dating with how fast it, like its atoms decay or something like that. That's fine. I'm just saying. And then you get like to 4.5 billion years. There's a lot of assumptions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Trav, I'm, I'll be the first to admit that it's probably not exactly 4.5 billion years, but it's like give or take a day, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, like I always joke, make the joke. <laughs> I always make the joke that they say like the universe is 13.8 billion years old. And so, and then in my, I like always make the joke. I'm like, man, it seems like it's been that old. It's for as long as I've been alive. Like, when's it going to get older? It's true. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine really? being alive? It's like, pink. I know. I'm like, when 9. is the 13.9 going to get here? <laughs> well. Like, was I born close I enough am, to win the <laughs> decimal placement switch? Yeah. I just think there's just a bunch of white bearded dudes like forever ago that just like put a number down. We're like, yeah, let's call that good. <laughs> 4.8 billion. Like what, Santa Claus? It's like does anybody, they're probably like anybody disagree? Is it four? Well, let's just say four billion. That's too simple. People won't believe it. People, that's you got to say round. That's a round number. That's even five. All right, number nine. True or false? Yes. Besides the sun and the moon, Jupiter is the brightest object in the night sky. True. False. <laughs> do you hate when Danny does? I do. <laughs> it's so pretentious. And you know what? You, you're you going to get this. You can't. And we're tied. You don't know what he did. He's doing on the podcast because it's audio. But he's he's basically miming every incorrect. single time I answer. Incorrect. He hits the incorrect button. Like, <laughs> but I don't have an incorrect. Button. I know, but it's you know that you're doing button. it. <laughs> every time you answer, do I do something? No. <laughs> So just say false and you can tie me. <laughs> so it's false. I said false already. There, you got one point. So now we both have two points out Good of job. 10. Good job, Trevor. We answered two each. So we Jupiter. 40% correct. Together. Besides, besides the sun and the moon, Jupiter is not the brightest object. The distinction belongs to Venus, which has a maximum magnitude of minus 4.9. Jupiter is, however, the second brightest object in the night sky. If the moon's See, I mean, if you would have given me some time, I would have said yes, except for <laughs> Venus. Shining with, a, <laughs> shining with a magnitude. And then I would have said, I hate Venus. <laughs> Venus screwed me over again. Shining with a magnitude of minus 2.9. Now, you might be like, what? Venus was minus 4.9. Jupiter's minus 2.9. Like... The more negative Doesn't it is, that the brighter it is. Brighter, but yeah, it's the smaller its magnitude, the brighter it is. Uh, got it. Cool. All right. Is there a uh, a bonus? Is it tied? Tiebreaker? Yeah, two, two. I don't know. Yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> Did my computer freeze? Ah, true. False. <laughs> <laughs> Who wins? Guess what's going on with my computer? His computer did freeze. True. Okay. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> no, what's going on with it? Well, do you know the question? All right. <laughs> I'm trying to get to it. There we go. If not, we just have to flip the coin. Bonus question. Yeah, should we flip the coin for who gets this? Bonus question? Yeah. Who's calling it? Danny, because I called the last one. Tails. 
heads. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> what are the odds that when it matters, I never win? All right. Bonus question. How thick are Saturn's rings? 87 kilometers, 10 kilometers, 1 kilometer, 32 kilometers. This is an option of thick bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, say it one more time. How thick? Well, I mean, I know that, but the, the oh, answers. 87, these are all kilometers. Okay. 87, 10, 1, 32. Let's go with 32. I didn't do anything that time. You were going to. You went, your arm went up. What does that mean? <laughs> I was stretching. <laughs> I just hope you, so I just hope you get it uh, wrong. Your choices are 87, 10, or 1. 1. So, <laughs> so Danny is the winner. Oh, that's I didn't get this music and one the first time. Saturn's rings are incredibly <laughs> Saturn's rings are incredibly thin, even though they are at least two hundred and fifty thousand kilometers in diameter. They're only about one kilometer thick. If you could lump all of the material in Saturn's rings into one body, it would be about one hundred kilometers across. Cool. Wow. So So they're I came from behind super like, to win again. But now I'm only up two to one, and there's still another opportunity for you, Trav. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it, guys. We're ending like 10 minutes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if we would have ended after the first one, we would have been an hour. So... <laughs> I think that's the formula. We literally talk about one thing. Well, if Danny didn't bring up God and all these I know. non-video game things, that's the whole point of the was conversation. So deep. <laughs> that was so deep. Is you take a conversation and you just see where it goes. I just want to point out that in the questions that you sent us through the messaging, <laughs> yeah. there was nothing about God or the judicial system. <laughs> Uh, when killing someone in a video game. That's all I want to put out there. There was nothing like that. I was that, not prepared. That stuff came afterwards <laughs> to me. So Okay. Future right. reference. I'll try Just to go with your initial like two questions. <laughs> <laughs> so I like I feel like there needs to be more questions. <laughs> but all right. Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Um be sure to go. Uh, you know, we we always like to mention, of course, where you can see us. So Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram at QCO Podcast. Also visit our website, QCOPodcast.com. Um, and then check out our podcast at uh, or on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and, of course, YouTube. Um, but, yeah, we – I mean, concerning the first question, let us know where – I mean, if – you would be living in a uh, video game. Which video game would you? One thing we didn't talk about is I'm sure a lot of people would love is Zelda. 
So I just was never a big Zelda gamer, and I wish I was. But, but uh, Zelda wasn't it just like a board that you were on, and you <clears> would well, just that like one, walk but, from square to square. But there's a million. Um, there's like tons of games. Like as they've progressed, they've gotten into pretty much your open world. I think actually probably Zelda is a little bit more you, where you want to go instead of the Assassin's Creed because it's an open world. You can just go live in a hut, shoot a bow and arrow a couple day, times a day. You know. Are there humanoids? There are definitely humanoids. Of the female variety. Probably. Okay. You are strange. Don't pretend, <laughs> don't pretend but, in a video game strange. you wouldn't be gay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, yeah, let us know. Visit us there. Um, and uh, I think that's pretty much it. So thanks again, guys, for listening. And catch us next time.